What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor, man. Hey, but when, but then um, we say thrice weekly, but last week yeah. we actually <laughs> only did it twice, lah. Yeah, I know. As I was saying the thrice, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel a little dirty saying that. Calling one. you out, call out, call it hey, out. Hey, you're man. calling call us out. out, okay? Don't make it seem on me, eh? Okay, call it out. You're calling no, no, no. us out. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm calling out your, calling, your, your uh, I'm calling out your 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 little jingle, basically. Oh, my little for, jingle. Uh. False advertising. No, but but yeah, I mean, la- last week I can totally explain. Uh, we actually had a, had our you know usual Thursday Friday ish episode, uh, mm. ready to go already, but yeah. uh, yeah, there was just a it was just a. A little bit of technical issues with our server and stuff like that, lor. That we had to yeah. wait till the next day, which was Saturday morning, to upload everything, lah. Yeah, uh, Terence had to submit a ticket to the server. I mean, to the to the service. Yeah. And of course, as with all tech issues, like he he asked his friendly tech support uh friend Harish, who yeah. couldn't do anything, lah. And and yeah, even the ticket got me no response, ah, So. Oh no response, ah. Yeah, no response. Yeah, Boring us. But yeah. Yeah. But then, then but I so guess that's a good segue to a, a shout out also. La. I mean, not shout out, like a plug. La. So would you like to do the honors? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, even though we've disappointed you last week with only two <laughs> podcasts uh, out of the scheduled three, please do tell someone, a friend or so, about Yala. But that as we as we move back to a season of normality, la, let's... Let's also celebrate, you know, being able to take public transport and 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 meet meet our friends and everything. And yeah, listen to the podcast on the way to meeting your friends this festive season. You know, so mm. tell tell a friend about it. Yeah, I hope like a few months down the road, people are not going to look back at this episode and and just say, "Oh, Terrence thought we were go entering a a what a, a phase of normality." Yeah, oh, what yeah, what a joke. Yeah, spine tingling what last a words. Joke. Yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but actually, yeah, that's that's totally relevant to the the serious topic we're discussing today, lah. Exactly. What is that? What is, that topic? is is that over the past few days there have been huge protests um, erupting across Europe because mm. of um, new COVID restrictions being enforced by the respective governments, lah. And when I say huge, literally, um, I think it was in Rotterdam where the police um, uh, used live rounds on the crowd and three people were injured. Mm. Oh, live rounds are really yeah. Bad. Live rounds. Wow. Because apparently it was a live and death situation. Yeah. So, so to clarify, it's not just uh, it's not just in Holland, right? It's also in Belgium, uh, Austria as well, right? Austria. Yeah. So I think Austria, uh, Vienna, uh, that mm. took place. Uh, that was I think the biggest protest because mm. it is a, one of the first European countries, if not the first, to go into a full lockdown. Mm. Uh, next week uh, yeah. from Monday from today from today correct, it's correct, a 20-day nationwide lockdown shutting down all but essential shops and ordering people to work from home so it's circuit breaker yeah that's circuit and, breaker in Austria and apparently they're the first European country that is going to make vaccination a legal requirement that means compulsory in February 2022 yeah I think it started with them locking down unvaccinated people Mm, and then that didn't work because if you look at the graphs right um, Austria is fucking peaking like crazy Italy yeah. is slowly increasing UK yeah. is is also not like still trending upwards but not a steep curve Austria mm. Netherlands and Germany are, are spiking la. 
Mm. So the mm. protests were in Vienna, which is in Austria, in uh, Rotterdam, which is Netherlands, in Croatia, and Italy. Yeah. And, and where do you get all the information about the disease from? Um, so some BBC articles have like snapshots, but mm. then there's also the World Health Organization uh, dashboard. Yeah. Um, yeah. With a bunch of graphs and shit, like if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have to give a, a yeah. I th- I want to give them a shout out because, yeah, that's also where I I went to look for case numbers. It's quite numbers informative, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Huh? It's it's like, you you think that like it'd be a damn primitive website, but actually it's wow, it's all graphs and all interactive and everything. Yeah, yeah, and if you like like numbers and playing around with shit, it's it's uh it's useful like it's useful because you can filter mm. by country, you can look at vaccines, you can look at um a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, but uh. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I think one of the reasons we thought it's interesting to talk about this is uh, because of the fact that in Singapore, as of today, we are literally relaxing our some of our safety ma- management measures already, lah, uh, mm-hmm. and and relaxing them to to the extent that uh, I think everyone's like, uh, would you say the mood is is a bit a bit happy over the weekend when when all these things were announced? Actually, I didn't feel a difference. Eh. Is it? Yeah. But 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 people were sharing the news like it was like a big deal like yeah that kind of thing all right what was weren't you feeling that on Facebook and and WhatsApp and all I don't know because one half of the weekend I had an argument with my girlfriend so my oh, mood was a bit oh, oh, oh. <laughs> shout out to Harish's girlfriend for ruining his weekend <laughs> <laughs> but the second half was ray of sunshine and and hugs everywhere oh so so let me guess the announcement of the the COVID restrictions being lifted. Uh, coincided with your argument or so lah. That's why. Oh no 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 no! It was <laughs> it was actually uh, on the as we were coming out of it lah. So oh, so okay. I remember I was at, at lunch at my uh, fam uh, my brother's place and the announcement was there and I think maybe because I expected it. Uh, I was mm. more optimistic lah. I was optimistic because I know okay. some people were saying that it's going to continue till Christmas. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Correct correct. Right. Mm. But. Were you were you were you surprised? Hey, I haven't asked you that for a long time, yeah. Were you mm. surprised or not? Uh, no, I I was of the camp that Christmas is gonna be yeah it was it will be five for Christmas. Huh? Oh okay yeah. So this was this was uh like like what you were what you uh, were expecting yeah, I, I, It was I I think it was a matter of time lah because I think they they know that yeah lah, there's society bursting at the seams already. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. So. But but um then what what do you see that made you feel like the mood is up? Um yeah just just the you know the everyone like messaging and saying hey let's all meet up you know let's actually meet up in like I mean still with five people max lah right but but mm. finally we don't have to like you know do it in different sessions and everything you know groups can can meet up again and everything so especially over December lah that's the time that everyone you know takes a step back and if you're not like traveling the VTL you probably just meet up with friends uh. so, mm. so, so yeah that's, that's the sense I get uh, that I think uh, everyone is, is kind of happy that towards December at least you can meet you can meet your extended family and friends uh. so you just wanted to talk about this to kind of shit on uh, Europe while we enjoy freedom no, 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 no. Is it? I think what I wanted to just point out was that um, why, why, why are people protesting uh, right you know so so yeah. apparently in in, uh, in Belgium uh, rules on face masks have been tightened, uh, including in places such as restaurants, where <gasps> they already are required to have COVID passes. <gasps> and Belgians are forced to work from home four days a week until mid-December. 
Oh uh, my and god. Plans to make vaccinations for health workers compulsory. So I mean, I read all that and I was like, whoa, that's like I mean, isn't that like Singapore as it is already? Like where you still have to wear masks indoors and restaurants and you have to show your vaccination status whether to just to enter the mall. And uh yeah, most and a lot of people are still working from home. It, it's 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 a requirement. Um mm. So yeah, it's pretty crazy to me that, that yeah, there's such big uh, riots going on outside. And then I went to check like, whether vaccination rates in these countries are drastically lower than Singapore. Uh, yeah. I think they're all hovering around 65 to 75% thereabouts like, in Western Europe, like, right? Which is uh, which is significantly lower than Singapore. Like. Mm. Right. Singapore, we're like, what, 90%? 94%? Yeah, yeah, almost 90 plus percent already. Like. Yeah. So yeah, why, why, why is it that other countries are going, taking to the streets and demonstrating and all that. Why in Singapore here, we're like, oh, thank you for allowing us to have a five-person Christmas dinner. No, because, I mean, it, it, isn't it obvious? <laughs> because we have given up. <laughs> we have that, given up. Isn't that tragic? Yeah, it, I think it is. Because, okay, you you think you, you, think you examine your own psychology uh, and you think about over the past few months, I think there was a turning point for me where I was like, what? Huh? This is and and it's been so long since um everything has been so gradual and like we move one step forward two steps back two steps mm. forward one steps back so it's almost like oh that's that's the way of life like and while you look at countries abroad and all people only just started traveling right but before mm. then right mm. it was just yeah this is Singapore and this is the way it's gonna be la okay lor okay. yeah is it maybe it's because we never really ever came out of lockdown properly la, right yeah yeah. I mean, we, I think we had eight for a very short while. We were allowed to gather in groups of eight for. I think that was last Christmas, la, Last Christmas, last Christmas, Christmas, last January. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember. I, I thought Christmas I, was still five last Christmas. Yeah. Oh maybe maybe yeah. maybe it was five. Then it went up to eight for a short while. La, yeah. Yeah. That shit started happening again. But I I think I think you know, like uh. The one thing that that is coming to my mind is we have heard this term how many times you know like we cannot we cannot ease off uh, drastically uh, for risk of spiking like everything needs to be gradual and everyone's like ah oh, fuck no lah what the fuck are you talking about everywhere mm. is opening up you know in the yeah. U- in the Europe people are playing football games with thousands of people mm. but then now they're calling this the fourth wave in some countries is the fifth wave some mm. experts are announcing there might be five hundred thousand deaths across Europe uh, yeah. by spring. And it yeah. just feels like, oh shit. And maybe once people have tasted the or retasted the life without masks, they cannot it's gonna to be tough to accept that yeah. you have to wear masks. Whereas Singapore, we've been wearing masks for the past fucking what, eighteen months? Yeah, yeah. And and, and the fact that yeah, we never actually tasted any real freedom la, since the lockdown, right? So yeah. so it's like maybe that's what's keeping us more like, oh okay, la, you know, uh, as long as I get my five person Dine out, I'm fine. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, you think about it. Over the weekend, you just asked me whether did you feel an air of happiness in Singapore? Uh, yeah. because we can we can now dine with five people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is like life changing, no? Yeah. It's life changing for citizens. It's life changing for businesses. Whereas in Europe, they're like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 also to be fair, so I guess because. Because we're entering, I mean, they're in the throes of um, winter now, right? We're entering yeah. entering winter. So winter is when all the flu virus, all these viruses really pick up. Yeah. Uh, you know, people get cold and everything. So 
there is a bit of a difference. Uh, in Singapore, I mean, it's raining more, but generally the weather is still, the, mm. still hot and, and everything. Uh, so um, it, it's a bit different. Uh, that is very true. That is very yeah, true. I think so, that's the biggest fear, right? Because flu yeah. tends to spike around winter. Mm, and given correct, that the right. coronavirus is a similar kind of disease. Yeah. But but mm. you know, the scary thing also is like, um, yeah, these are all the places that we are setting up VTLs with, like, right? Uh, yeah. Holland, <laughs> Germany, all these places. That all these riots are going on about, about uh, COVID. Yeah. And, and on that note, I, I'm shitting myself a bit more because I know a few episodes ago, I was very pissed off at like the prices of flights to these VTL countries. Yeah. Uh, and I was questioning how the fuck are people affording it? Just yeah. just like what happened a few days after that is that I swore off looking at these flights mm. uh, because I was like, this is ridiculous prices. But I think there were a lot of people like me who also swore off. So mm. people like my girlfriend who continued searching. In the end, we got some pretty damn decent flights to Spain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm bringing my mom to go visit her sister who she hasn't seen for two and a half years. And now mm. I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, imagine, shit. Imagine <laughs> you bring your mom and then there's like a violent protest. In the I mean, she's the going to be, go straight, go, go straight to the, the, the place that my aunt is living. But I, I just feel like, fuck, if you go there, I mean, then if what, the VTL is removed and all that shit. Yeah. Then... It just feels like so. I I mean that's my my own personal reason for getting worried about this. Um and uh, but it just the bigger thing is that if it's happening in Europe, which mm. we saw Delta Delta first was was started where, uh, India right was it? Confirm right, confirm. I was going to say India, but I was like, yeah, confirm right. It was I India. Mean, yeah lah, it was detected there first lah. Yeah. 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 Then then uh, it spread to. Yeah, then I think it, it spread to the rest of the world. But these kind of things, given how Delta spread so fucking fast, mm. if this is another variant, it's worrying like, for the whole world. Yeah, and, and the, the I guess one surprising thing for me is that, um, you know, we've been watching all these Channel News Asia tries the VTL to Germany uh, or Smart Local VTL to Korea, all this kind of thing. And all of them have been... One of the things that I keep hearing is that people in those countries are... They are, or at least the governments in those countries also, authorities in those countries are just living with COVID. Uh, mm. They don't bother to report case numbers every day and all that already. All they report is, is yeah, la, is green, or at least in Germany, la, it's like green light, red light, uh, amber, you know, just to say how how stretched the hospital services are. La. And yeah. based on that, then they, they give uh, whatever warnings to people and all that. So I'd always had this... Uh, at least for the last month or so, I've just been thinking, oh yeah, the rest of the world has really moved on from from COVID and all that, you see. So that's why it's very jarring to suddenly see again, eh, lockdown in Austria, you know, um, and then and then protests again, you know, erupting and, and, and people being banned from football matches again in in, uh, in Holland. In Netherlands, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, things are not as um, settled uh, as they seem in those countries. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's it's almost like the the double-edged sword of maybe them not suffering from COVID that much or not being that, not going to lockdown like way earlier because I think that's what happened in Australia where there was generally low case numbers which reduced the, the importance of getting vaccinated. Mm. So I think Australia towards the tail end when Melbourne was in the world's longest lockdown and all, there was a lot of commentary about how the, the vaccine rollout in Australia was so bad uh, because it wasn't a priority, and because there were a lot of people who who were think who were thinking, why do we need the vaccine? Generally, we've been doing okay. 
Mm. Whereas for countries that were either hit very hard or like Singapore, which was trying to be very conservative, the we kept hearing vaccine, we kept hearing vaccine, and now it's it seems to be paying off. La. So I think in Europe where you said what the vaccine numbers are 60-70%? It's 65 to 75% thereabouts uh, for every Yeah, there's like countries. two in three, like it's a significant proportion of people who are unvaccinated, la, right? Mm, so correct, correct. this feels like... Um, if, if Austria takes the, the route where they're going to go on lockdown and make it illegal to not be vaccinated by February 22, you can imagine the tension it's going to create, like, right? Mm, yeah. At least Singapore just blame the old people. Yeah. We just made an enemy of, of like yeah, one, one right. very small group of like 5%. Yeah. Singapore was like, yeah. don't, don't, we're not the enemy, guys. It's your parents and your yeah. grandparents who are fucking up everything for you all. <laughs> go sort it out. Go sort it out, huh? Yeah. Go sort it out. We'll keep them out of the malls so that we can still have our air conditioned hangout spaces without them. Yeah. Around. So yeah. so that's where I mean I think in the UK, like even Boris Johnson, um, they laid out like uh, a plan A and a plan B. Basically, mm. uh plan A is promote vaccines and testing. Plan B is uh measures such as face masks. Yeah. And then there are literally articles about like the different uh mask requirements across the UK. There are infographics about how to wear a mask. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the pictures is literally don't put it on your forehead. <laughs> so you can tell how far removed they are from the concept of wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, also another thing that I wanted to bring out so is do you think that the the media side of things also is probably playing up how how big or how violent this these protests really are. Yeah, that's Be- actually a very yeah. good point. Because don't forget, uh, like in a place like, uh, I mean, okay, like, I mean, I've only really significantly spent a bit more time in France. Uh. In a place like France, uh, like, you know, strikes and, and protests and all that are a daily, almost daily occurrence. Uh. And, you know, mm. oh, because there's a railway strike, so all trains are shut down for, you know, the next three days, four days. It's like, Nobody bats an eyelid. Like. Everyone just like, okay, let's move on and get on with life. Like. So I'm just wondering, mm. is it because in Singapore we are like, you can't even protest unless you get a permit and all that kind of thing. So to us, it's like, oh, big protest, Europeans angry on it. But to them, it's like, ah, it's just another crazy 35,000 people like, as per mm. usual in a big country, right? Yeah, that's true. Because as much as, um, yeah, the, the media right now, like, I open so many tabs about uh, these articles because, yeah, like it, it blows my mind. Like, but I can imagine media from bigger publication houses or newspaper, they're still, they're still chasing for clicks. Like. As much mm-hmm. as they want to be, uh, what do you say, objective and all, it is part of, of their business, like, you know, ads and, and uh, the eyeballs. So it feels like, what, this, how, how objective is this really? Like? Because you can take a picture of this and then extrapolate like crazy. Mm. Um. Yeah, but that is an interesting perspective. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I guess the other thing that I also read was that uh, I mean, in in uh, I think in Italy, uh, where oh no, in, in Belgium also lah, uh, where people were protesting outside the EU headquarters, the mm. crowd, the crowd apparently uh, included both members of the LGBT community as well as uh far right far right groups as well lah. All in the mm. same, all in the same protest. So apparently, it doesn't matter what your what your political leanings or inclinations are. You know, they are all protesting against, uh, you know, lockdown measures, la. But but I mean, 
so so let's say let's say even if the media is yeah because I mean even for us right we're reading just mm. a few articles and it might not reflect the situation. The fact is there is a lot of resistance there that is uh being taken to the streets like. But if you think yeah. about it in Singapore when the measures were extended, there mm. was a lot of sentiments also. It's just protest is not in our blood lah, right? Yeah, yeah. Online petition lah. I think a lot there were a lot of online petition for a lot. Yeah. Things, so yeah. so maybe. Uh, what was that? That Big Mac index, right? Like you know, you're comparing the price of Big Macs across countries to yeah. measure their purchasing power and all that. Yeah. Maybe the state of unrest in Singapore it needs to be evaluated based on number of petitions and yeah. number of mothership articles and all that. Yeah. You've like got 15 mothership articles, uh, you know, oh fuck, man, this is this is uh this is like next level shit. But in yeah. the in Rotterdam or in Europe, it'll be live live rounds, like. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the sentiment, the angst was the same. You know, it was the same. It's just over there they protest. Over here we uh make podcasts la. <laughs> Yeah. Make podcasts and, and go on Facebook and rant. Yeah, share on IG stories. IG stories, screenshots on IG stories and with, with like with over dinner with your the other person who has no one else to talk to. You yeah. just go fucking run like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean yeah, like, ultimately we also I think we Singaporeans we're also scared of getting COVID, like, right? So, you know, meeting in a big group to go and demonstrate together sounds like a terrible idea for anyone who's scared of getting COVID. La. So, so you think like the MMTF, they're like high-fiving and like, yo, we, we, our, our decisions made, Look, made sense. La. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure this, these articles and this news of unrest in Europe is not lost on them and and if anyone want to argue with them, they'll just point out, oh, then you, you're happy, you go there, you go there and participate in the protest. La. You know? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I mean, when I was reading this, I was like, oh shit, maybe the conservative approach that Singapore has taken is good. Yeah. Because it's like it's like let's say if you want to eat good food, right? You don't yeah. like you don't you wouldn't start at like okay, you start at level one good food, then you go to like level twenty. Because then it makes level two to nineteen be like okay law. Like I already tasted level twenty. Yeah. I, I know of at least a couple of friends who went abroad and came back and they said they felt shittier after they travel uh, than before la, because you travel, you get a taste. Yeah. get a taste of the greener pastures. You know, you come back to Singapore and you cannot eat with more than just uh, one other person. It, it feels like, oh shit, you've seen the light. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I think one of the, the things, one of the measures that were announced recently also that that uh, there seems like a concession on the MMTS part, but to me it was a bit like, huh? Is that apparently um, the wedding party when you go to a wedding now, right? You know, the nobody is allowed to sing. Uh, mm. You know, whether you get external singers or even yourself, even a bride and groom I cannot sing. I thought if sing. you wear face mask uh, and face shield or something, you cannot sing. You cannot sing apparently. So, but now, but now, members of the wedding party can sing. So I. I but it still doesn't mean that you can bring a live band and everything but you can I guess you can dedicate like a karaoke song to sing to your to your wife or your husband or what or, or you, can, you can get one of your best men to sing a karaoke song or something like that lah. I think that's the limits there are a lot so, so. <laughs> literally I'm, I'm, I just google and one of the things is from 22nd November 2021 wedding couples will be allowed to unmask throughout the wedding celebrations <laughs> exactly <laughs> and that is progress in Singapore it's progress exactly so I'm like I'm just thinking who is the person in charge of weddings uh, in the gov.sg or, 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 the, or in MOH who's in charge of the wedding guidelines and all 
Uh, and then oh yeah, my having God, to, it... they're like, oh, finally, people can sing. Okay, let's that's it. Maybe the best man and the husband and the groom only can sing. You know that kind of thing. Oh my God! In Europe, people are like you wear masks. People are like what the fuck? Singapore yeah. is like as a wedding couple who yeah. you're going to spend your lives together in eternity during your one day of celebrations. You can unmask, and everyone's like, yeah. Hallelujah! <laughs> I can see your face. And then yeah, the second line is singing by members of the wedding party will also be allowed at the reception after they oh number one. God. After number one, must undergo an ART test minimally supervised by the venue operator. Or two, have a valid pre-event test obtained within 24 hours prior to the event. Oh my god, man. So if, if you have that uncle, that annoying uncle who always gets drunk at family events and wants to wants to sing uh, like Aipia, one of those songs, you know, those 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 uh, those old oldies, <laughs> My Way La, My Way, or Sing My Way. Yeah, he has a you have a chance to no, to let him do that. No, but wedding wedding party means what? Like the immediate like like when you go married, wedding oh, yeah. party means what? Uh? Oh yeah, that's why I'm not I'm not sure, man. They need to define what wedding party means. Uh. Then everybody will be a close friend now. Everybody will be a relative, <laughs> you know. Just because they want to sing karaoke in public. <laughs> so so just looking at how the 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 differences in approaches by Singapore and Europe does it change how you want to bring up your your kid or not? Are you going to take the Singapore approach where you give them a little bit, little bit so that every increment feels like, wow, yeah. magic? Or that's you a, that's a great question uh, because that's something every every young parent struggles with. Uh. Do you, yeah. you know, just open the floodgates and like, experience everything and then, you know, fall on his own accord and get out of his own accord? Or do you like, you give him incrementally bit by bit, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't basically, know, man. It's, it's interesting. interesting basically, interesting. you want to be Ong Yi Kang or Angela Merkel? <laughs> well, do your favor man be well, an Ong Yi Kang your kid will thank you for it your kid will thank you for it in 10 years he'll be like you know what dad I'm glad yeah. you only let me out of the room uh, for one minute a day and, yeah. uh, and one additional minute every month la. you made me a better person yeah yeah well I mean just, okay the Ong Yi Kang approach just is a lot of micromanaging la, that's for sure la. it's mm. much more much more painful for, for administrators Whereas the other approach, yeah, then, yeah, like, it can build build independence and everything as well. Like, yeah. Then if you have another kid, you will tell your first kid, you blame the second kid for for the things you impose on your first kid. Like. Mm, correct, correct, correct. Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah, if you're yeah. Angela, like if you're a European uh, leader, you'll be like, okay, what? You know, it's my responsibility. Yeah. You know, you guys can both argue. Tell me straight to my face. Yeah. Singapore, one of them want to tell you that. You're like, please apply for permit first. <laughs> please. Please okay. apply for permit. Exactly. Yeah. And get an ART test first then can. Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> But I mean yeah, I mean hopefully yeah, I guess being able to sing at your friend's wedding uh well, that's the kind of thing that that's the kind of concessions that are being given now. And, 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 Fucking, yeah. In Europe Thank they're protesting you. they're protesting over over ha- yeah. wearing masks, you know. Thank you, MMTF. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> A very, very thoughtful gesture from them. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I mean uh, I guess on a related note also la, when we compare mm. Singapore to other countries uh, that's actually yeah. our second topic as well which might, might help explain a bit of why why the news is uh, why, why why people are reacting so differently to COVID that in different is countries true, uh. right sets so, a nice context yeah so what is this second issue the second issue is that um, there was a study conducted by Pew Research Centre which is a pretty well-known think tank la. Mm. um and it's been around for ages, and they did. They surveyed nineteen thousand adults across seventeen uh, advanced economies from May, from March to May twenty twenty one. So it's recent. Mm. And 
one of the findings was that for Singapore, there's this chart la, of of um, what are the factors that make one's life meaningful. Mm. Um, and across the world, it mm. was, um, yeah, family and children was the highest, yep. uh, 38%, followed by occupation, career, material, well-being. Wait, that's for... Yeah, that's for that's for the world, the world and yeah. the low the lowest was pets la. <laughs> like one percent. One percent of the nineteen thousand cited it um as a reason that makes their life meaningful. La. But yep. in Singapore, uh the the interesting thing was okay, family was twenty nine percent, but the next was occupation. Mm. Twenty five percent, yep. Twenty five percent and yep. then society Society uh, and then institutions, ma- yeah. Society, institutions, and material. Yeah. So what was, I think what was interesting is that uh, in the whole world, number one is Taiwan, and then number two, Singapore is the second uh, highest rate of of responses when it comes to, uh, of responses, the second highest rate of responses saying that society and institutions are very important in Singapore. So Mm, for Taiwan, uh, Taiwan is number one at, at 38%. But in yeah. Singapore, it's uh, it's number two at twenty three percent. But far and away, uh, we are okay. one of the highest, lah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> on the topic of freedom, uh, mm. uh, Singapore was the lowest out of all societies. It was only mentioned <sighs> by five percent of respondents. But the interesting thing is, even the UK had a similar response rate. You would think Singapore, yeah. UK, would want freedom and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then some other interesting comparisons was that uh, 48% of uh, respondents in Spain like mentioned health, whereas mm. Singapore only 8%. Yeah. Um, hobbies were much more important to people in the UK, 22%, while Singapore only 4%. 4% yeah. And, and, and then very nature, sadly, uh, when it comes to pets, nature. when it comes to pets, oh, pets uh, yeah, yeah. Singapore is at no, 0%. Yeah. Uh, 1%? I don't want, no, 0%. 0%, yeah. Siala. So okay, first of all, the nineteen thousand like how many countries did they say seventeen advanced economies yeah. la. So yeah, yeah. so to the caveat is seven nineteen thousand across seventeen advanced economies and assuming the economies are not in the same country, um, it is well, like a, on average a thousand plus uh, mm. uh, uh, an economy la. So some of the countries were yeah Australia, New Zealand, Greece, U.S., U.K., Sweden, Italy, Canada, Netherlands, Belgium, Spain. France, mm. Germany, Singapore, Japan, South Korea, and Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. So, but that means it was probably like what a, a thousand on average per country. But I'm surprised, yeah. eh? Pets, zero percent. Maybe it zero. was insignificant, lah. Insignificant, lah. But but I think one important thing to mention is that, uh, they don't differentiate between positive and negative responses about anything, lah. That means if you mention society, but you say that Singapore society is fucked up, they also take it that that gives you meaning in life. A society oh. gives you meaning in life. It just means that it, it somehow gives you something to to rile, to be riled up or, or be happy about like either way, like, you know? So um yeah, yeah apparently it seems like what well, I guess what's interesting is that like like what you mentioned, you know, that society and institutions are a very big part of our Singaporean psyche, yeah, that we always think about it, whether in a good way or maybe in a bad way we criticize it. And and also yeah things like um like like what you said about uh uh, hobbies that Singapore is like you know nobody really thinks that much about hobbies like we we don't even mention hobbies as being important to us like probably like okay what's what's a hobby of yours eh? hobby eh? 
yeah. I, I guess like uh like playing certain sports like basketball and things like that. I enjoy I enjoy I enjoy sports. I enjoy video mm. games. Those are hobbies, yeah. What what what, what you you you're thinking of you that you have no hobbies? No, 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 no. I was just thinking like my all, all, all my hobbies kind of tied to like the work we do. I definitely like watching shows. Mm. But one of the reasons is also because, yeah, I, I, I want to make uh, my own show. Mm. But I think watching sports and playing sports, la, that's a, that's yeah. a big thing. Or listening to music, going out to restaurants, uh, museums, going out just having fun. That's all hobbies, right? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. So that's why hobbies, like going out to restaurants, is it a hobby? No one. Uh, according to their definition, yeah, it is. It is. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobbies and recreation. So I think they just basically listen up for anybody that's it. Anything about watching TV, listening to music, going to restaurants, museums, or having fun in general. That, that's considered oh. hobbies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I yeah. mean, the interesting thing is like, they, they have an interactive uh, uh, page where you can kind of uh, look at the chart data and also see select quotes from survey respondents that mention um, family and children. So then, yeah, Singapore, you can see uh, different quotes uh, like... Uh, being able to spend quality time with the family, being able to travel around, being able to live a stress-free life. Mm. So some of the quotes are, are quite quite uh, longish. But I mean, like what what surprised you about this survey? Uh, I think the, the what 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 was interesting to me is that our I think in Singapore we have yeah like we have a very big fixation on on society and institutions at large around us lah, you know. We I think we rely a lot more on the government and uh, institutions to take care of our health uh, mm. and take care of a lot of things for us, uh, such that you know it's been inbuilt in your brain that oh yeah if there's a Singapore is good it's a good society because government takes care of these problems and things like that. Like, whereas you look in, in a lot of other like the Western democracies like like uh, Germany or France and all that, you know, society is just is a very small aspect of, of what what they, they report. Like. It's like 7% only uh, is mentioned. Uh, and then, yeah. and then in even places like South Korea, other, you know, um, stressful Asian economies or what, it's only like 8%. La. So mm. like, like, like what we are talking about, that people have a much higher expectation of, of uh, people in Singapore have a much higher expectation of uh, society and our institutions to to protect us and to 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 improve the quality of our lives, oh, in Singapore. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Today a field day for the government. Eh? Yeah, a lot of news like, coming wow, out saying wow. that they can yeah. just like ride on and like, wow, you know, like go around the office oh, and get high to fives. The end of times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to work no, and okay. like, high fiving each other. No, but there's one interesting picture that kind of shows where Singapore. Uh, places certain things in comparison to the rest of the countries. So like family, mm. actually Singapore's towards the, the lowest, lower end. So more mm. countries rank family uh, as more important or more meaningful than Singapore. Mm. For occupation, it's about in the middle, yeah, society. Singapore is like, fuck, I love society. Yeah. Material well-being, Singapore is more towards the, the upper end. Yeah, that yeah. is more, more meaningful. Yeah. Which I guess is not surprising given if nature is very low, mm. uh, yeah, like in Singapore, it is quite a can be quite a material place. But surprising Friends. that Spain, like because you're going to Spain soon, right? Yeah. Suppose interesting that in Spain, like it's almost for health is number one, forty eight percent. Yeah. Number two yeah. is material well being, forty two percent. 
Is that surprising? Material well-being. Uh? Yeah, is that surprising to you when you think about a country like Spain? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It is. Huh. Yeah. Material well-being. Spain, 42%. No, but, okay, material well-being, it's, uh, yeah, your, your, okay, your money and your house and all. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because Spain, I know their economy yeah. was not doing the best uh, in recent times, right? right so right, you can imagine yeah. if things are going to shit for one particular area of your country or your own lives, it would be meaningful when you actually do have it. Correct, correct, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, for Singapore, friends, <laughs> that that ranks quite uh, towards the lower end compared oh, to right. other countries. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. you look yeah. at friends, all the, it's all the Asian countries that are at the bottom when it comes to <laughs> <Is> friends. It? <laughs> Singapore, Japan, Taiwan, South Korea. Yeah. We don't give a That's shit about true, our friends. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> so we're like, I yeah. meet up, meet up two people, five people, don't care. I also don't want to yeah. meet up. <laughs> I don't need four friends. La. I just yeah. need one friend. Yeah, just yeah. one friend. Yeah. And then like for for health, uh, Singapore quite low also. Quite, mm. I mean, so maybe it's one of those things that because we take things for granted, because we our healthcare system is generally quite, I mean, it's, it's better than a lot of countries. It's also one of those things, okay, la, like even if you don't take care of your health, you know that polyclinic is just there, GP is just there. La. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right. For society, yeah, Singapore quite high. Freedom, Singapore, surprisingly below us is UK. Yeah. But I which, think that which, might be that might be uh, I don't know it's like I can imagine some a lot of them being tr- uh, replying with very troll kind of comments about when they talk about freedom la. you know not true la. true yeah. so that's why this one is it's 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 uh it's still a smallish survey size like it's a very small survey size like but the interesting thing is like the first story we we're talking about is riots in uh and protests in Rotterdam mm. on the freedom Netherlands is the country that. Ranks the highest, mm, la. And yeah, and then number two is Belgium. And Belgium. Yeah. And Belgium. Mm, interesting. interesting. So, so interesting. yeah, might, there, are, there are real, I guess, real things you can predict from from this, la. Like, you know, the likelihood of protests in Singapore when uh, over COVID versus a place like Netherlands probably much much lower, la. Yeah. Yeah, and and even yeah, at the other end of the spectrum, when you look at hobbies, UK is the highest, right? Um, when it comes to freedom, UK is the lowest. So maybe for them, because in Singapore, you know, one thing we hear from young is that oh, in Singapore you're censored. Singapore is freedom. Singapore is this. so maybe we are conditioned to really value freedom. Whereas UK, you're like, uh, yeah, we do whatever the fuck we want. That's why we can have so many hobbies, lah. Mm, mm, that's true. Yeah. So so there are many many ways to look at it. It's still it's still interesting, lah. Like uh. Education also Singapore's in the bottom half. Yeah. yeah. Um given that we are meritocratic, yeah. wouldn't you expect something something else? Yeah. And, mm. and actually yeah, one thing that, that I guess surprised me also is just um faith also. Like I think when you look at faith, that means you know, relig- religiosity, uh the yeah. the importance of religious faith. The US comes in way ahead of every other country at fifteen percent. Uh, the next, oh. the next highest country is New Zealand at five percent, and then Singapore sits somewhere around two percent, So I was quite surprised 2%. because I thought I thought Singapore would be higher up, higher up that that ladder, la. But apparently, yeah, we're we're just like every other country, la. Just in the middle. Wow. Yeah. Then I mean, uh, partner Singapore's quite low. So partner, friends, and pets. Singapore is in the bottom three. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so so anything. About, yeah. <laughs> like they, anything. We rather give a shit about what's going on. In our, in our estate, our neighborhood, rather than what is going on in our own house, right? <laughs> yeah, the same. <laughs> Society. Oh, yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence Wong giving speech, uh, but my son wants to play me. Ah, fuck it lah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, actually, no. 
yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, not son, not son. Son still can. Mm. Uh, friends. Like my friend wants to meet for dinner or Lawrence Wong talking. You know, like, oh. okay, I, I think I choose Lawrence Wong. <laughs> yeah. I, I choose Lawrence Wong. Oh, my pet wants to go for a walk. Sorry, sorry, bro. Yeah. Lawrence is speaking. Maybe that's why the MMTF always do does the the press conference on Fridays, lah. Because you know, oh yeah, that's why people would rather watch a MMTF press conference than go out <laughs> with their friends on Fridays. Uh. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> hey, babe, what do you want to do Friday night? Uh? Oh, fucking MMTF conference, uh. All right, <laughs> let's order in, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's order in. Holy babe. shit! National Day rally today. Oh yeah, yeah I've been waiting. Like... I've been waiting. You know, can't wait. Yeah. Oh my god! Actually, this survey results quite interesting here. I like. We will put a link to the Pew Research page, yeah. and it's quite interactive, and you can just check it, check it out. And they also have like uh, write ups on the methodology and topic descriptions. But the more important thing, I think it's fun. If even before looking at the results, you yourself go and rank it. Yeah, you make a guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, make a guess. Yeah, because yeah, wow. I, I, it, it's it's. I think we've been so removed from like traveling all that. It's it's very easy to get caught up with like what is going on domestically and think that you know this is the end of the world here. Then you see other countries having protests and all these things. Yeah, like what the hell is going on? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the real life Truman Show, lah. Right? You see, mm. maybe we are so we're so focused inward that if we actually get a chance to leave, how many people would actually? take the chance, you know, chance to experience something new. Yeah, correct, correct. Yep. Mm, even travel, travel also Singapore quite low, yeah, which is surprising. Yeah, you know, yeah. Everything I you thought... see in Singapore is the wanderlust. Yeah, oh, that's what I shit. thought. I thought Singapore is all about traveling, but I guess everyone's like, yeah, they spend a lot more time, you know, uh, at home and fa- with family. Than yeah, the same like... suspects at the bottom. Uh, Taiwan, no, but you say spend time at home with what, friends and pets, oh, but no, no, Singapore, yeah. Taiwan and South Korea don't give a shit about friends and pets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, correct, So correct. what are they doing? <laughs> Watching the NDP rally <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on replay. Or, or or standing replay. at the balcony clapping for clapping for frontliners and all society yes, yeah. and generally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Man, yeah. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll put a link. Speaking of which, let's talk about what your one shot comment what? is. Yes, and would you would you like to go first? Um yeah, I think uh someone now people are starting to on on Reddit. They're starting to post uh, things that they are interested in, uh, and you know, not necessarily just to bring it to our attention that we cover it on the podcast, but also just to get people's feedback, la. So I think the latest one is by Internet Lurker ninety six, who is bringing up the mm. the issue of uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, la, which is, uh, you know, a very closely followed and uh, controversial court case going on in the US. Uh yeah, I mean it's about uh um the perpetrator of a shooting la, you know, and, and I mean there's a very long backstory behind it and it's, there's a lot of back and forth, but he's recently been found been found uh not guilty. So it caused a lot of uh controversy in the US and uh yeah, I think it's cool that that, that you know, this person has even uh Internet Lurker ninety six has even put like background information, uh backlash over the verdict and then finally put my stance on this. So I think there's a real, very clear the internet lurker nine six. You know, thanks for very clearly laying out uh you know the issue, the background, and then like what you think about it, so that people can start discussing it uh freely and openly. Uh. And I, I think that's mm. awesome because because like you you don't see that this kind of discussions happening on other platforms. Uh. Oh, mm. that is interesting. Yeah, and that was that was just a a post that was in the in the thread itself, like, Right. I uh, know they created a whole post 
by oh, yeah, itself. Yeah, as in, as in they created their own threat. La. They created yeah, 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 correct, correct, correct. Yeah, and just waiting for others to, to jump on and say stuff also. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That is cool. Um, My my one show comment is is something about uh, a little more somber uh, because there, I think George Licorice uh, posted a few days ago on an episode we released about two weeks ago about the execution and mm. The the commenter said that they were listening to this episode and uh, they listened to it late. But while listening to it, they also heard that uh, there's a news of another Malaysian who has been sentenced to death lah in Singapore for drug trafficking. Mm. And and just just I mean why why I just want to talk about it is that it's 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 interesting because that is a topic that even for me right now I'm still wrapping my head around it about the death penalty and all and for people to. To see the thread has a has a place to discuss this, yeah, I thought okay lah, that's cool lah because I think the only way we can all wrap our heads around shit like this is to talk about it. So so a shout out to you, George Licorice. Uh, mm. And I also caught wind of it over the weekend. I haven't looked at it in detail yet, but that that really seemed to go under the radar, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, I I, I think I heard. I just saw a headline about it, but nothing more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so so I mean, they even pointed out that uh, yeah, I I also highlighted that I'm conflicted about it. That's why this person wanted to share their conflict. Which mm. yeah, so thanks for being honest about your thoughts. Because I mean, I can imagine posting on Facebook that you're conflicted about a death penalty. Not the best idea, lah. Yeah, yeah. People shut you down or unfollow you straight away. Yeah. Yeah, man. But but yeah, and then uh, on a more happier note, yeah. what about your one shock thing for the past week? Uh, you want to go ahead first? Yeah. Um. So, the the in the in the last episode, I think I responded to a comment who was responding to us about our thoughts on articles that talk about Singapore in a certain way. And I referenced mm. this one article that I had not read yet. It's the rest of the world um article that mm. that mentions yes. someone yes. in Singapore. Yes. And I mean, after that, since that podcast, I went ahead and read it. Yep. And it is, it's so ridiculous, right? That mm. I don't know whether I'm just putting on my, my defensive uh, Singaporean stance, yes. uh, but I'm really trying to read it as an in-depth thing, in-depth commentary about Singapore. But holy shit, the way they paint Singapore, right? It's almost comical. No? Did, did mm. you read it? Yeah, I did. I did. Correct. I did. And what what did you think? Um, yeah, la, very Black Mirror ish. Uh, but I yeah, it, it, I mean it's not anything I, we haven't heard of in Western media, la, You know. As but in, this one took it to the next level for me, yeah, because of the detail yeah. that they went. I mean, it's a long article, and the way they just have like this this passing comments. I just thought it was it was interesting because I'm curious what people think about this. Because uh, I also am trying to yeah la, like think more critically about okay when I read articles about Singapore am I just being like holy shit you know don't this is my country only I can share on it but when I read this I was yeah. like um, this is almost like fictional yeah no but I mean uh, maybe okay I, just just some context so I think I I think that that person that you mentioned that you know who was misquoted was actually the the deputy uh, chief of the cybersecurity agency in Singapore la, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and I think he's he came out and stated quite clearly that he was 
um, very innocently asked to talk about, you know, the, the role of technology in society in Singapore, something like that, like, very innocent something. But he had no clue that what he said would be part of an article that was so almost very one-sided, like, right, in, in saying Singapore is like this this surveillance state already. Like. Uh, yeah. So yeah. everything that he said or, or did became a bit of a, a caricature of a of a technocrat who's in charge of of implementing surveillance in Singapore, like, right? Uh, mm. Even even down to you know when they listed his credentials and things, and like they went to say, "Oh, this guy is a telegenic, Stanford educated, you know, technocrat kind of thing, like, You know, a bit like a bit. Uh, it, it was at the sense of like saying like the person's very, um, or it's, a, it's all about appearances and 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 but hasn't really thought deeper about the philosophical issues behind it, like, Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it was, so, it was quite um, so, yeah, yeah. When when I read it, I also felt like hmm, def- definitely hundred percent. This 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 article has an agenda to it, like, Right? Yeah, and and I would implore everybody listening to read it, especially a Mano official, yeah. um, who who uh, no, I, I'm not saying that. Oh, you know, this is an example of article that that shits on Singapore, and I'm defensive. I just think it's yeah. When I was reading it, I was like, wait, am I missing something? Because they really take like you know the test um driverless vehicle that was being tested at One North and they kind yeah. of extrapolate it as though it's happening all over Singapore. Like. Yeah, yeah. Then the robot, like, dogs, uh, robot dogs. Yeah, like robot around. dogs surveilling. I was like, yeah, no. So, yeah, I, I found it more like an entertaining piece rather than something that was maybe less uh, uh, in the stratosphere that would make me a bit more uh, uh, like a knee-jerk reaction. Like. Yeah, but I mean, all this is a very interesting discussion. Like. I mean, just going off like even last week when I was listening to Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro's uh, the, the podcast they did together, I mean, they had a very mm. interesting discussion about basically COVID-19 has been a very good experiment in seeing how uh, how easy it is to to change people's perspectives on on like, you know, on losing their, their so-called freedoms, right? Losing their so-called yeah. liberties in the, in the, uh, in the light of, of a so-called danger lurking around, like, you know, if we're told that, oh, there's something dangerous out there, how much are you willing to, how much of your freedom are you willing to give up, like, right, to 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 feel safer? So, mm. in some sense, you know, Singapore itself has, we've shown that we are willing to compromise a lot of our freedoms uh, to, in general, to protect the society and, and our health and, and, and all costs, like, right? So, some yeah. things I trace together, which we know, from uh, you know, despite the initial promises and everything, you know, ended up being used for something other than tracing tracing your your health, uh, tracing your movements for health reasons, like, Right? Uh, yeah. And then and you know all your vaccination status and all that is now like it's like a public thing already. Like literally, the color of the app changes because due due to your vaccination status, lah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's become so public that we don't even. Uh yeah, we don't we don't even bat an eyelid about whether people know we're vaccinated or not. We don't even think about whether it's meant to be a private thing. Like you know, anything last time is like anything that comes to medical history or that is always oh, very private and you can't talk about it. But now it's like it's just open. It's just open, open and open secret already, lah. So so it's just. I don't know whether you. Yeah. What? what? No. Go no, ahead. No, go no. ahead. 
No, I don't know whether you subconsciously phrase a sentence you mentioned because it really echoed the the findings of the Pew research. You said, you know, Singaporeans yeah, like, are so willing to give up freedoms to, you know, protect protect society. I was like, dude, the research yeah. back that backs that up. Exactly, exactly. It backs exactly. it up. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So it, it has made me think, yeah, like, the that that particular podcast and then reading this article has made me think, yeah, like, what have we given up? Uh, irretrievably given up in this last two years that will come and bite us in the backside later, lah, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I think the, the article, I think they they you can tell they wanted to explore this, which is on the radar of a lot of Singaporeans, lah. like shit, how much does the government really know? Like uh I think a few months ago there was that announcement that there are gonna be two hundred thousand surveillance cameras by twenty twenty six or something, which is just fucking worrying. Lah. It's just that this article went so extreme, right? I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh yeah. 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 It, it, it reminded me of like that Amos C that article about Amos C in the New Yorker, which mm. uh the guy was just yeah, pain like how you say, just taking a, a slivers of info and really blank a lot of blanket statements, lah. Yeah, and and apparently the that particular person wasn't the only one who was uh, so called, I think catfished, uh, in that way. Another uh, yeah. uh, there was another associate professor or something from N- NUS who was also interviewed for this and and uh, apparently quoted out of context, uh, for a lot of different things, uh. Oh, yeah. and this is a non-profit journalism website. Yeah, well, I don't know. You wonder I, about I've heard this. Yeah, I've heard it's Eric Schmidt's daughter's startup or something. Oh like. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Eric correct. Schmidt being the ex Google CEO la. Yeah, who? Yeah. So yeah, you know, you, you're not sure what what agendas there might be there la. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Ooh. wow, very serious. Yeah, what's your one show thing? My one show thing also very serious. It's a trailer mm. that is coming out for a new Hulu show. Called oh, Pam, yeah. Pam and Tommy, official teaser trailer and coming out in twenty twenty two. But it is about the infamous. I don't know how many. Actually, I don't know how many people actually know about it these days, lah. But I'll remember it. Yeah. About the infamous uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, uh, sex tape that was came out. You know, mm. I don't know twenty years ago or something. And uh, yeah. it's a whole story of how it even got leaked. You know, it got stolen and it got leaked and was put on the internet back then which was still dialed up and everything but it was a big deal la. it was like probably the first like you know viral uh, sex video that was ever leaked la. and uh, mm. I, I'm not here to celebrate uh, uh, you know uh, leaked sex videos or anything I'm just uh, it just the, the trailer looks pretty entertaining you know and uh, yeah the person playing Pamela Anderson is like wow shit man it's it's, it's quite striking in terms of like uh, the, the similarities uh. Mm. Yeah, and in in case you're wondering who's playing Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee is being played by uh, Bucky from from Captain America, the, the oh. Marvel Cinematic Universe. That dude, yeah. So and Seth Rogen is inside also, right? Yeah, he plays the guy who steals the sex tape, lah. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. So it just but, yeah, it's, apparently, and it's marketed as a comedy. So I'm actually really looking forward to to see how they they play it that way, lah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I saw you post it. I was like, "Hey, shit! This is this is quite um." Interesting lah, and just now hearing you say, maybe that gives away our age, uh, because now like leak sex tape is like, huh, that's a big deal, man. It's <laughs> yeah. Like it's like yo, only fans. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, at yeah. the time when this came out, it really just shook. People were shooketh, yeah. shook. Because the, at that point, being able to download like porn from the internet was like, a, oh, holy shit, big deal, uh, right? You know, and then when it comes yeah. to it, at that point, Pamela Anderson was like the sex symbol of America and everything, lah. 
Uh, mm. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, it was just that's why it was just such a shocking thing for everyone at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think this should be should be quite an interesting show, I'm sure yeah, there man. are a lot. Of, I'm sure there are a lot of funny elements, uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Confirm, confirm. Yeah. But again, again, you know, uh, we're not advocating, uh, you know, like the leaking of revenge porn or anything like that. That's that's never a good thing, la. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just watch the trailer and, and just see how they packaged it. Yeah. You think Singapore could can do something like that? Or got Singapore got For any, who's, yeah? For who? I don't know. Who in Singapore got? I mean, got, la, definitely got. But I think because that was, it It, it went around the world, right? Mm, Even mm. we were how old at that point in time? Secondary school, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, and at that point in time, Pamela Anderson was was the sex symbol, la, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So so it was a, it was a big thing. La. Yeah, yeah. But interesting. Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, cool. Yeah. So uh hopefully we'll get through we'll get through three this week. Yeah. Three podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody.